This is the unforgettable Andre Decker, and this is my Brit Rest journey. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is my Mike Doreen. Hi, this is Tom Thelma. This is Veggie. This is the Asian sensation Kanji. This is the nightmare fuel hustle alone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is my dog, O'Doherty. This is Tonga. I'm the breaker, Carl Kingsley. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. And you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to... Broken but Glorious. Broken but Glorious. To Broken but Glorious podcast. Because like me, you are head to toe a pro. Hello and welcome to My Brick Rest Journey on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined online by the unforgettable Andre Decker. How are you doing this evening, Andre? Very good, very good. Yeah, usually. Just, you know, kicking back with a couple of drinks this evening. I would usually have a beer or so whilst doing an interview or podcast, but I've still got this sore throat and listeners are going to think I've had a sore throat for about a month, but I've just <laughs> recorded a lot of interviews over this month, the last couple of weeks. So I don't have to do loads yeah. in December. <laughs> so. yeah, no, beer won't be any good for you, but no. some of the strong stuff, that, yes. that burn might help. Get some rum down you. That's what I'm on today. Yes, rum or whiskey. Yeah, I've got a few bottles of whiskey. So. Yeah, so. Huge thanks for joining this evening. Yeah. How's your return to the ring then, post-lockdown? Well, um, to be honest, it's been all, yeah, it's been okay. Um, I'm, not, I'm not wrestling as many places as I'd should be one particular mm-hmm. place doesn't really fancy having me around so no. i've been mostly instead of actually really wrestling um i'm pretty much just getting involved in that really and spoiling other people's wrestling matches which has been more fun than wrestling at times to be honest yeah so particularly at um, odyssey pro wrestling your mission seems to be to make um, rpd regret becoming a wrestler absolutely and mostly to the fact is how I see it anyway mm-hmm. is that Odyssey really wanted basically they've put RPD in a position that's my position. So to be honest, it's not even RPD's fault. He was the one thrust in that position. It's not his fault. He didn't deserve it. He got an opportunity and he took it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that spots my spot. So regardless if Odyssey want me around and regardless if, you know, I don't even know RPD really, but so, I can't say I hate him, but he's in my, my spot, and I'm going to get it back. So, yeah, that's just unfortunate for him, really. Yeah, so let the listeners know what, what was happened. So, we had a match with Scotty Raw, and then you came out the crowd and attacked him after the match, and then you, the championship tournaments, you interfered in that match as well? Yeah, so at the Stormy Waters, the championship tournament, he was in the first round against Sam Bailey. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like he'd got the win, he'd knocked the ref down. And me being as smart as I am, I know that building in Morecambe like the back of my hand. So I uh, snuck my way in there, shoved a security jacket on and a baseball cap. No one knew it was me. So I got, so I snuck in there, jumped in the ring and then took him out. So he's, yeah, so he's out of the championship tournament, unfortunately mm-hmm. for him. But yes. again, that's what he gets for stealing my spot. That spot's mine. I'm meant to be the star in that ring. That ring in Morecambe is my stage. That's where I started. That's where I always should be. So the fact that I'm not there and they've shoehorned a professional boxer who's had the red carpet rolled out for him in wrestling. Yeah, I take exception to that. So to be honest, whatever happened, happened. 
Yeah, because I, I, I fancied Buck that was going to be born again, implode in the final. So. Yeah, well, born ready. Um, you know, the, the famous tag team that haven't really teamed yet. Um, they can, you know, they think they, they're running more than wrestling. They're the guys. Mm. They're the future. You got Ryan Hunter, the mainstay, the, you know, what's it JJ Webb called him? The John Cena of Morecambe. See, the Hulk Hogan, of, Hulk Hogan that, of Morecambe, I heard. Is that what he said? The Hulk Hogan of Morecambe. Yeah. Called him the Hulk so, Hogan. so, you know, they see, they think that they can just move on without me. And, you know, my name's never mentioned in that equation, even though other than Ryan Hunter, I've been there longer than all of them. Mm. To be fair, to be honest, I trained with Ryan Hunter. So when they talk about Ryan Hunter's rags to riches journey, it really should be mine. So again, the fact is, that's why I say I'm unforgettable because the people, as much as they try to forget who I am, mm. I just don't allow that to happen. Whoa. Yeah, away from Morkham, I saw that you were in the ring with some British wrestling royalty and Frankie Sloan. Easily. That must have been a fun, like, from, from a, a learning perspective, that must have been a great opportunity. Absolutely. So that was for a company called Paramount Promotions yes. Wrestling. So I've had a few opportunities with them. Um, we run quite, um, small family, family run shows in mm-hmm. Liverpool. Yes. Um, yeah. So I had the opportunity to wrestle, you know, wrestle and beat up a wrestling legend. You know, it was, um, and I said, and as you said, it's a great learning experience. So I was, yeah. Yeah, I was, tr- I was, tr- I was tough for that rest, rest to wrestle him. Um, and it was, you know, as much of a good experience as I thought it would be exceeded my expectations, to be honest. Yeah, Frankie, Frankie seems like he's a lot of fun. I met him before, um, Paramount was Paramount. It was yeah. just fabulous. I saw, I saw him wrestling, like, and messing backstage at the uh, just fabulous show. Um, two, two or three weeks before lockdown kicked in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he got very lucky to get the win, though, to be honest. Yes. Yeah, just I like, that. That crowd just distracted me. They just didn't. And, you know, so he's very, he was very lucky to get the win. I'm just a bit out of practice, I think. Um, see, this is why I need to be on these show, shows more often. I was a bit out of practice. Mm-hmm. Crowd, the crowd, it was like an away game, really. Yes. So, you know, I, I'd see it as a one nil loss away. Um, we go again. And you know what? I'd happily have a rematch and I definitely know the result will be different. Definitely. And then was it the return of uh, Knockout Wrestling this weekend? Last weekend? Yeah, so KOW, the underclass returned, um, yes. and the new improved underclass, and the debut of the team of me and Keenan. Yes. And we defeated Ryan Hunter and Big Shawnee, Sean Vasey. And to be honest, of course that was going to happen. Two Bit, the leader of the underclass, mm-hmm. became the new KOW champion. Yes. And we're now the number one contenders for the KOW Tag Team Championships. A title that we lost just before lockdown and a title that we would do a rematch for. Yes. So the fact that we even had to wrestle Hunter and Vasey was an absolute farce anyway because we would do a rematch. So, uh, so of course what happened, we've earned ourselves a title shot again and we're going to get all the gold. We will be the rulers of KOW, the Rat King, alongside of with the Rat Queen Jen Jennifer. Yes, and then it'll be me and Keenan with the tag team championships. 
Oh, amazing. I, I, yeah, I can imagine you and Keenan being a great team. Yeah, we are. We are. And you know what? We're we're, going to run riot on any tag team that comes to Barrow. Were there any matches or storylines during 2020, during the lockdown, that you were particularly looking forward to, that you couldn't get involved with? Um, Well, originally the start of Odyssey Pro Wrestling. Yes. um, (laughs) I was meant to be 2020. And to be honest, uh, I was meant to be a big part of that. I can't spoil what and how. But, so I was really looking forward to that. I ended up having an interview on BBC Radio Lancashire talking about it and my involvement and what, what, what we're going to have to do. And we were, we were ready to go and then lockdown hit. And yeah. then see, that's when the call stopped really. Um, <laughs> after that, after lockdown hit, I didn't, yeah. I didn't really hear anything. And then the next thing you know, there were announced some people on the roster and I wasn't there. So that's, What's got my back up, to be honest with you, mate? Um, but yeah, so they were there, um, with, and then also I was doing s- some stuff with KOW. Um, we, w- we were looking, we were just doing more tag, tag team hmm. wrestling with the underclass. Um, it was me and a wrestler called Jax Kelly, who were the original, yeah. um, me- an original member of the underclass, but he's now, since lockdown, he's taken a break away from wrestling, I think due to injuries. So, oh, wow. um, we've got, but hey, you know what? Things happen and we evolve and move on. And you know what? We've improved with Keenan. I'll say he's not a bad so, replacement for Keenan. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say, I'd say we've upgraded, we've yes. up leveled. So <laughs> the underpass was good. Now yeah. it's great. And when I interviewed Synergy, they said they're just, their, their plan is to just piggyback off how good Keenan is. <laughs> yeah, now he's left him. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's my job to piggyback on off how good Keenan is. Yeah. So, uh, so I, guess, I guess having them 18 months off gave you time to rest your body and evaluate what's kind of worked well, what hasn't worked well over the last couple of years. So now we're back. Have you got to make any tweaks to your moveset, et cetera? No. Well, basically what I've done over the, cause as, as a, what I've done over the lockdown really mostly is just getting in good physical condition and physical yes. shape. I'd always, I'd always hit the gym and always lifted weights, but my, to be honest, mate, my cardio game was run. So I've worked mostly on that and conditioning. And to be honest, I could be, I could be going, going for a long time and I won't get tired, you know. What Rick Flair said, I'm a 60-minute man. That's yes. me now. <laughs> yeah, if anyone just sees your uh, Instagram, they just see you skipping constantly and jogging. That's something I really, really wish I could do, jog. Well, um, we can all do it. it just, you've just, it's just where to start. So, you know, with lockdown, once it kicked in, mm-hmm. um, I didn't have much, much time to do anything else, really. It was no. just... What? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make myself the best version of me. Um, so I got, I, I decided to, I've dropped a couple stone. So I'm leaner, meaner, and I can, and my conditioning's better. And trust me, when I'm, when I'm beating these wrestlers around the ring, they're gonna be surprised that I can keep doing it and doing oh, it baby. and doing it. I'm, I won't tire. So, you know, it's gonna be their reckoning, really. This is true that, and you're listening to BBG Wrestling. If we go way back, so this will probably give away your age. Who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Okay, 
Yeah, it will give away my age. So I started watching wrestling when I was nine years old. Mm-hmm. So that time was the corporate ministry time with Vince yeah. McMahon and The Undertaker. They just joined together. The Rock had just... Yeah, The Rock had just just stopped being the corporate champion and was now the people's champion. Um, Steve Austin had just got run over, so you're looking like kind of that time. Mm. Um, so uh, my favorite originally, as soon as I turned on the TV, and it was and it's mainstream as anything to say, yeah. but it was The Rock. Yes. Um, as a kid, especially as a as a young mixed race kid who didn't see a lot of people who looked like him, The Rock's obviously you know, black Samoan, I'm, I'm black English, you know, but it was a guy who was a mixed race, a, a mixed race champion, um, and a star on your TV, which didn't really happen a lot. Definitely. So, um, no, not in the nineties at all. So, you know, it, people who look like you weren't really something. And I, I know maybe you don't relate as much, but. Um, people who looked like me wasn't something I really saw. And it's like, he doesn't look anything like me, but it was like, it was, you know, a, a mixed race guy being just portrayed as them without any kind of real, because his character, there's no real stereotypes with him or anything no. like that. It was, this is the rock and this is the star. And I just was drawn to it as a little kid and, he could talk the best. He could fight the best. You know, he was funny, but then he was serious, but then he was yes. tough. It was just, you know, as a kid, I was like, no, nah, like, and even as ne- even now, you just want to be more like that guy. So it's like that that admiration hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. But then as I got into wrestling a lot more, and as I got older, I did love a lot of a lot of big brawlers. Um, when I started what adventure venturing outside of WWE, I saw guys like Samoa Joe, who I absolutely think yes. is brilliant, who has that big in he's a big guy who can go and he's got that intensity. He also has quite a lot of agility for his size. I know it's a bit less now because he's getting a bit a little bit older, but he's still Samoa Joe. Yeah, when 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 no one could touch him in Ring of Honor when he was just beating everybody. Yes, um, that's when I first started seeing Samoa. That's when I first saw Samoa Joe, and then he did something similar in TNA, which I always thought was a fast when Kurt Angle beat him. To be honest, yes. Um, I mean, it was cool. It was a really cool match, and I loved the Kurt Angle's debut where he just comes out and headbutts him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was like. It was, and I thought it was a shame that Kurt Angle beat him. I thought if they just have Samoa Joe win forever, I'd be happy. Um, <laughs> I just, I just thought, I, I just thought it was brilliant. And his finisher, the muscle buster just looks like it kills you. It's like, you know, and everything, everything he did just, you, you couldn't see through it. It was like, yeah, that's legit. That's Samoa great. Joe would kill me. When it's like, Joe is going to kill you. It was like, yeah, yeah, he actually might. <laughs> Yeah, I miss the Attitude Era. Obviously, I'm, I'm a bit older than you, so when yeah, the Attitude Era came around, I was start going out drinking and meeting girls and doing all because wrestling wasn't cool. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, if 
if you were talking about the Attitude Era when you were going out in town, I'm sure it wouldn't have went down that well. I did, was, <laughs> I did like, occasionally they'd have like the main, the pay-per-view, pay-per-views on in the crazy houses. Sometimes I'd just sit there drinking and watching the Did they? Oh, right. <laughs> They'll be on like a couple Is of months that... after it. <laughs> yeah, because I, I went to the uni in Preston and there was a few bars that did that. They would show WrestleMania and mm-hmm. SummerSlam and I'd go with a few mates and have a few drinks and just watch the wrestling and stay up to a ridiculous o'clock. Yeah, so, so yeah what prompt, that was good fun. I do. What prompted you to dormitize yourself and get to them? Um, I think it was, I was becoming more of a fan and watching it more. And then I realized like, I spend a lot of time do, watching all this wrestling stuff that none of my friends really care about. I mean, I thought either I'm going to be one of those guys who's just a bit got a weird little hob, a weird little, obsession or oh, I'm going to do something <laughs> productive with it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, look, uh, I watched this wrestling all the time. I've, I'd never actually been to an independent show as a kid. Um, so uh, I was just, I was, I was at uni and I was like kind of bored and I was like, look, I, I literally go out drinking, study and watch wrestling. And that's about it. So I was like, well, this wrestling stuff is like probably I'd have more fun doing that than I do going out drinking. And mm-hmm. then I do, doing my uni work which I was like slacking off on a lot so I was like well I need to do something productive that I want to go with and I've always I've always had the thought in the back of my mind it would be cool to be a wrestler and then I went on Google and then I saw not too far from me GPW had a training school Mm -hmm. so so I then went to train there this is like probably probably about 2013 Oh, so I trained there for a few months. I then got into a relationship for a while and was then then ended up deciding not to pursue it anymore because of the t- the time it was taking. Yeah. Um, I then not long after that left that relationship and then got back <laughs> that <laughs> and then ended up back into wrestling again. And um, I ended up and that's when I started with Morecambe because um, I don't know I just just the days it worked, it, I couldn't really get the time to go over to Manchester. Morecambe, I mean, takes just as long, but but it was a different time of the day, I think. I think it was a bit earlier, a bit later. I can't remember exactly why. Mm-hmm. But Johnny Fear was running a school, the XWA training school. Yes. Um. So I started training there. toward, And it was towards its dying days, to be honest. Um. So it become paid promotions. And they were running a training school, um, in the Regent Park studios in Morecambe. So when I arrived there, there was like, uh, that was when I first met Ryan Hunter, who was like, uh, you know, a young 15 year old kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Craig Collins was there just getting, oh, wow. he was yeah. first getting, he was first getting on shows there in Morecambe and before he started, you know, before he became the war machine, but he was, Already brilliant at that point, and he'd just done a few shows. Yeah, I was gutted. Um, he wasn't. He got injured and wasn't at that first Odyssey show. It's like I've seen him so yeah, much on so, YouTube. I've never seen him live. So I was like really excited to see him live. Yeah, yeah Craig. Awesome. Craig, in my opinion, the best wrestler in the country is mm. Craig Collins. Yeah. Um, I think I think he's he's quite a to himself guy, so he doesn't maybe get about as much as he could have, um, because yes. he's like very much he does his own thing, but. I don't think there's anyone better in wrestling than Craig Collins, in my opinion, in Britain. And he could, he could, he could re- wrestle a match with anybody, and it would be good. 
he, he did, he's he's got the size, he's got he's got charisma. He's not the biggest talker in the world, but he doesn't have to be. He's just <laughs> and as soon as you hear his music hit uh, and you see him come out, he, he's one of those guys who just has this big fight feel. Yes, you're thinking, all right, now it's time. Now, now this is the real. This is the real deal. You just he just has that big fight feel about him. I've been across the ring from him, and uh, it, it makes you up your game as well because you know you're in for a war. So, yeah. So Craig Collins was there, and also um, big Shawnee Sean Vasey, um was there as well. You know, massive seven foot junior yes. lad, <laughs> and also and also one of the, uh, a Morecambe champion called King Ryan Grayson, um, yes. a young a young Ryan Grayson as well. So so we all trained together at, at that point. They'd been training a little a bit longer than me. I, I, I joined them towards, towards the end days of the XWA training school. Um, and we were trained by Johnny Fear. Um, and then after that died, it was basically up to ourselves to find training schools. At that point, Craig Collins, Ryan Grayson, Sean Vasey had already established themselves as guys on the shows in Morecambe. Yeah. So, um, also Craig and Sean were from Baron Furnace. KOW had their, wrestling school where they were training um and then it was basically me and ryan hunter were basically going to training schools and learning how to do the craft um and so we've been to marty jones um been i've trained a lot with the most of my training in in the last few years has been by gypsy john kenny so We just did our best to find the best trainers we could, and then and then just and train with them and learn as much as we can. Oh man! <laughs> so was the Rock Stroke Samoa Joe who you like to want to mold your style around when you start training? Um. Well, when I started training, I thought, yeah, yeah, but then I just thought I, and then and I realized like the way I looked and the way I the way I moved, it, mm. I, I just took on the style of more of a brawler. So yes. I would say if I was between the two, I wasn't as flashy as the rock. I mean, the rock didn't do any, anything really that flashy, but he was very, yeah, if you go back to how much his match, you know, he, he, punch, he was very, punch. he was very, he was very <laughs> polished. Yeah. Yeah. He was very, he was very polished. He didn't look, I'm a bit more rough around the edges, you know? Yeah. Um, so I would say similar to a Samoa Joe if, if you're going to go there, but I would probably say I've based as I got into wrestling, um, I always liked, I always just liked the big brawlers. Um, I, I watch a lot of old Bruiser Brody stuff. I, mm. I watch, I watch a lot of, a lot of JBL, a lot of JBL. And I think he's underrated as to what he can do because he's a big, he's a big guy who can throw, but then throw down and he can fight and you believe it. But then also as a heel, he still makes a way to look like a coward as well. So. I, uh, I'd watch a lot of JBL, um, and a lot of Scott Hall as Razor Ramon as well. Yes. And just kind of see that. look at these bigger wrestlers who can brawl, who can, who can get down and dirty and think, you know what? That's how I, I'm a bit like that anyway. Um, I, so that suits me. That suits my personality. And, you know, I'm never gonna have a ten, uh, a ten out of ten technical match. I'm never gonna be a Dave Meltzer five star guy. So why bother even try and be a second rate technical wrestler? Yeah, <laughs> I can go out there and make people feel like they're watching a fight, make it feel like it's a real fight. Yeah, yeah. 
What was that? Was do you have an idea of a captain when you started? What so? What was like Andre version one like compared to what he is? Um, originally, originally it was um the um promoter of Alpha Omega Wrestling is, and I'm sure he did it because I'd been training for a while and thought, you know what, let's just give him a shot anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he had any real plans for me originally. Um, but. Yeah, he put me on in a stable with James Drake. Um, Ooh, and yeah. So it was James Drake, Barricade, and my uh, a wrestler called Barricade from Nottingham, who's really good guy yeah. and really good wrestler, mm-hmm. and you know, a good big man as well. So he was a guy I learned a lot just by watching little bits he did. Um, and then myself, um, James Drake ended up, you know, obviously moving on, going on to bigger and better things, um, and. So we ended up forming a, a, a team called Hellbound with Alton Thorne. Ooh, and then also yeah. we were managed by Felony, the living dead girl as well. So, um, and that's when we really hit our stride. And that's when I really started to understand and improve and, and, and really, and really start working on who I am because straight from the get go, the plan was for us to, to obviously split and mm-hmm. for me to and, and it ended up with me and Barricade and Alton Thorne basically imploding um, oh, and wow. then I started doing the drinking thing where I'd come out with a bottle of rum and start yelling at fans and yelling at him um, and then we culminated the breakup of the team where I smashed a rum bottle over Barricade's head um, wow. for him and that was me as a single star um, Barricade was done um, Alton Thorne and knocked him out with a chain. Um, and, and Nad shook off the, the, you know, the, shook off the dead weight that was my tag team partners and w- went for it on my own. Um, I mean, less, we'll talk a lot less about the fact that Barricade returned and, um, <laughs> and eat, um, um, mugged me off, um, yeah. on the last Alpha Omega show. We'll, we won't talk too much about that. I mean, you know, you know, I wasn't ready. I didn't know he was going to return. He came up with blue. You know, it was, it was, it wasn't a fair fight. So I don't care. He did, he can say he beat me up, but he didn't really, really. It was not fairly. We didn't, we, there wasn't a ref in the ring. It wasn't an official win. So he can do one. <laughs> I don't think we can talk about like Alpha Omega and Odyssey without mentioning the fans in Morecambe. They are the craziest yeah. fans I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. So. That's the thing when they say it's real in Morecambe, mm-hmm. um, they believe it's there because it's you know it's not it's not just a tagline. It's there no. because it is real in Morecambe. You know, there's a fan, there's a fan. I think is definitely going to fight me one day. Um, so <laughs> you know, uh, there's a, there's a couple. I look at them, they got hate in their eyes, and it's not like hate because they're watching they're watching something and they want to be a bad guy. No, they hate me, and you know I'm happy that they hate me because to be honest. They might try it, but they won't like the result if they do. Um, but yeah, so it's something that every single wrestler who comes to Morgan talks about is, is the reaction of the fans. And that's something that I thought we were pretty loud at Wrestle Island, but going there, I thought, wow, well, <laughs> and they, they, they seem to remember that I think within Chris Ridgeway do something bad like five years ago and then he got booed to death when he came out to make the save on Ryan Hunter. Yeah, they don't forget. They don't forget. Yeah, so 
you know, it's one of those Chris, Chris Ridgway thought he could make a save on Ryan, for Ryan Hunter and they'd forget all the bad he's done in the past. Mm. And it's like, no, <laughs> they don't forget. That's why you've got to just embrace the hate and realize that you'll never win, win them over. So why not just take joy in making them miserable like I did? For those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Keenan and you are listening to BBG Wrestling Podcast. All right, so this Saturday, 20th of November, Odyssey Pro Wrestling presents Pia Fia at the Leighton Institute in Blackpool. The show is dedicated to the memory of Jordan Banks. They're raising money for Brian House Hospice. And I'll put a link to the just given in the yeah. description below the interview. So, um, main evented by some big beefy boys at their table, lads, a chair match. So, recent no, Rogan versus Synergy versus Borbay. So, you know who I feel sorry for in that match? RPD. The tables and the ladder from the chair. Um, yeah, so it's, yeah, that's going to be a, a, a big, a, yeah, just a big brawl and match, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm sure the fans will have a lot to look at. They'll enjoy it. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is I'm now, I've now been invited by General Manager Ethan Edwards to make an appearance. I was so, say, you are on the poster, but you haven't had a match announced yet. No, they just shoved me. Did you see that? They just shoved me on the poster, yeah. and then, and then I've tried to call and see what's going on um, or why they've done that, and I've not got anything. And then, and then I released. Um, you know, I, I, I released my. Uh, had a word and spoke my thoughts, and I've released them online. Mm-hmm. Just calling them out for it, really. And now I've been invited, and they've basically said that they actually wanted me to have a match. And I'm like, well, it's a load of rubbish, really, because I've not been, I've not been asked about this. You just shoved my face on the poster. Um, yes. And then now you're inviting me to say my piece. Um, he's what, what? What did he put? He put plead my case. So he's asking me to go to Odyssey Pro Wrestling and beg for a job, which I'll be there, but I ain't gonna be doing any begging. Um he's not gonna he's not gonna get the satisfaction. But I'll accept his invitation, I'll be there, and he can explain as to why he's using my face to sell tickets when he's not really having any real intention of using me. So, you know, we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah. It's a pretty stacked card from what I can see. So yeah, yeah. Ryan Hunter versus Scotty Raw. Should be fun. Um, yeah, yeah. So to Scotty Rock, who showed had a great showing against RPD. Um, yeah. Everyone around the country knows what he can do and how good he is. And, you know, he's destined for big, big things. Um, yeah, he's recently Ryan won Hunter, the, uh, he won the uh, yeah. TNT Ultra X title from Kid Like Us Two recently. TNT. Yeah, and, and I'm sure that was a corker of mm. I, I didn't see it, but I could imagine it being, you know, yes. th- those two going out, it would be great. Yeah. Ryan Hunter, the Hulk Hogan of Morecambe. I'm trying to remember exactly. who said it now. Well, the, the, the self, well, I'm not sure if it's self-proclaimed, but, you know, <laughs> the man of the hour of Morecambe. Um, he's actually from Blackpool originally as well, yes. so he's probably going to have a similar reaction there. So, That'll be interesting to see. Interested to see Ryan there um, is actually the bigger guy in that match. So, but then Scotty's a very smart, methodical guy, and 
has a, a lot of different offenses. So he's, you know, he can do the aerial thing, but then he can get down and dirty and fight as well. So I hope he knocks on or out, to be honest with you. Tuvet versus Nick Cutter. That should be a yeah. fun match. So my underclass buddy, Tuvet. Yes. And we'll see him, I'm sure, wipe the floor with Nick Cutter. Um, I've seen Nick Cutter in LWF. Yeah, he was, yeah, he, he was impressive. But Tubit, the Rat King, is on a roll right now. Um, he's the KOW champion now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, in Morecambe, he's, he's won his first two matches on the shows and he's looking, looking good in the tournament, it looks like. He's great. Yeah, Nick Cutter's going for the LWF championship next month, I think. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll, they'll smash it. That should be great, guys. Then, then it, uh, we've got one of my favorites, Mickey Barnes. And the Nick, bad lad. Um, bad lad. Another guy I met, I met Mickey Barnes when I first started training in GPW. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's, you know, uh, I know another good, a good heavy, a real heavyweight wrestler. Great heavyweight. Proper heavyweight. Yeah. Ian, not, there's not enough proper heavyweight wrestlers about and he's one of them so it'll be good to see him do his thing and you know what I'm glad I'm invited there now so because I will be able to catch that and I'm sure it'll be good to watch yeah, yeah so Mickey Barnes is teaming with Nate Reese against the Freak Show yeah the Freak, the freak Show so yeah another couple guys who you just don't know what to expect from them and they're going to have Quinn in, Quinn in his corner as well so yes. in the corner I think so yeah, again, unpredictable. I don't know whether they were last seen. I think they kidnapped Mark Meltzer, it looks like. So yes. I'm not sure where he is and what they're doing with him and where mm-hmm. they've kept him. So whether he'll be about, whether he won't, I don't know. Yeah. I saw Mickey Barnes recently at Mega Slam and he was a lot of fun. He, 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 yeah, he just gets over to the crowd like so quickly. There's something about him when you see him. Yeah, yeah, he's like, he's got presence. He's got, he's got presence and it works. Yeah. And then you've got the Jenny B versus Helena Razor. It should be. Yeah. So, yeah, Jenny B is one of the, you know, she's, she was in Morecambe Wrestling before, um, when it was Alpha Omega. Yeah. Um, called, and called herself Miss Morecambe and she was a champion there. So, She's probably in a similar situation to me. Odyssey didn't pick up the phone and call her straight away. So yeah. I would, I would be, you know, I would be wanting to make an example of Helena. Um, who I know Helena's doing, doing bits as well. So she's doing well with the LWF and I see she's getting, getting, I think it's BTW she had yes. a yeah. couple of opportunities with. And then I'm not too sure about, is she wrestled at Future Shop? I'm but not sure about whether she has on. I know she's she's doing a lot of training with those as well. So she's she's on she's someone on the up. But then you know the experience factor of Jenny B. The fact is, um, she's got a work cut out for her for the likes of Jenny B. And then she's gonna have Jack in her corner as well. So yeah. so cool. you know that's another factor in there. And you got this facial fall away. I'm like. No idea who's going to win this. Sam Bailey, Big Guns Joe, Keenan, and Rob Dre. Yeah, I wouldn't know either. I wouldn't know either. Um, Sam Bailey. Uh, um, Sam Bailey owes me a thank you, by the way, because he's still in the tournament because of me. So. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, I still haven't heard from him. He needs to give me a heads up. Um, give me that credit because to be fair, I got him through to that time, that, that next round. Um, so I'm sure I'll be having words with him. Um, so yeah, as a match though, he's, he's the guy with the experience level. Um, there he's probably trained most of them to a point. So he's probably the one with all the cards really. Um, obviously you've got the likes of, um, you know, big gun, big, big guns Joe could, do bits as well so he's a he's a he's you know he's doing really really well for himself and he's getting he's about big. And the whole point of big on the show is that he thinks he's big but that he is actually big ah well he's not that big is he he's not that big compared to what he? he was two years ago three years ago when we used to oh, see well, t- tiny 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 joe at him at wrestle island and now he's all big and muscle <laughs> yeah he's not that big yeah, okay. big, big gun show. Yeah, he's big, but he's not that big. <laughs> I'm bigger than big gun show. But yeah, no, big guns Joe as well. He's, you know, he's pretty much wrestling everywhere now. And so he's got a lot of experience behind him, joking aside. So he, he is another guy who you can't write off as well. And then Odyssey, you've not really got to, have ne- never seen Rob Drake before. So again, sometimes it's, being the unknown is an advantage. So who knows? Who knows um, what he he's got up his sleeve? So it w- again, again, it will be interesting to see. And now I'm invited and I'm allowed there. I'm gonna take some time to scout all these guys because yes. eventually all these guys are just gonna have to face me. And we all know the result when any of them go on and one with me. To be honest. Well, last one, last one on the poster. It just says Lucas Neon will be in action. So, yeah, and I'm not sure who Ethan has him has planned for that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, young young guy in Lucas Neon, mm-hmm. he's getting an opportunity. So good for him. Um, I have no clue what 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 they've got got plans for. The fact is, you know what. It's weird that I'm I'm not in a match and it's um and you know they've got they're throwing opportunities at guys like Lucas Neon who hey good young talent mm-hmm. more more people need to know him and need to see him do his thing but I mean you're gonna give spots to people like that over me nah nah ridiculous um so the most important part of that show is gonna be me saying my piece. I'm not sure when they're going to, I say when they're going to let me. When I'm ready, I'm just going to walk out to that ring and I'm going to say what I have to do. And they're just going to have to deal with it. So they, they brought that upon themselves. They've now invited me. They've now let me in. So, you know, boys, you get what you ask for. Yeah, and just a reminder, this show is... Oh, sorry. <coughs> yeah, and... Just a reminder, this show is dedicated to the memory of uh, Jordan Banks uh, and for, hashtag for Jordan, raising money for Brian House Hospice. Please donate, and the link will be in the description below the interview. And then... Yeah, so that's one, that's one good thing that they're doing. So uh, there yeah. we have a just give, they do have a just giving page, um, that they've been sharing as well. So do donate. And we've got the 4th of December show. Odyssey is back in Morecambe. I'm going to botch the name of the club. It's Alhambra. Alhambra, which um, <laughs> was the first. The first show was um, it was was there, but they've, they've, 
They've changed their name. Um, the Carlson so, was nice and easy to say. <laughs> yeah, so the Alhambra Live. Um, but Present, yeah, presents yeah. buried treasure, which will see the uh, crowning of two champions, that the LC Championship champion and the UPW Women's Champion will be crowned. Um, we have the semi-finals and the final of the LC Championship tournament. Um, Ryan Hunter takes on Sam Bailey, and then Rick Marcus takes on Tudor, which and then the final will be later in the night. Yeah, yeah. So again, two semi, two interesting semi-finals, and mm-hmm. you know what? I'm still not too happy of the fact that I'm in that tournament. So again, I know that venue like the back of my hand, and I'm not saying I'm getting involved, but then you never know. You never know. I might just get bored. I mean, I don't really like Rick Marcus either, to be honest. Um, I've always had a bit of a problem with him. He he's uh, just on all the posters these days, isn't he? And I mean, he's doing well for himself. He's a big, big, strong lad. Um, he's, you know, no nonsense. But you know what? I don't like the look of him. He Never liked have, him. He could have RPD at ringside with him to counteract the Jenny effect. Could, yeah, effect. I guess he, I guess he could. He guess he could. But you know, those, you know, I, I just think again, I'm gonna back my underclass brother. I'm gonna back the Rat King too, bit because. Yes. At the moment, he's on a roll, and everywhere he goes, he makes an impression. Um, yes, you know, be, beating Troy Ryan, a guy who dwarfs him in size, really. Um, but being able to basically be David and not down Goliath, and people are acting like he used Jennifer to cheat, but it's you know, look at the difference. Look at, it's about what you can do. It's about doing everything you can to get the win. And mm-hmm. there's nothing stopping him from winning at the moment. So I would give it to Tubit. Yes. And Ryan Hunter, Sam Bailey, who knows? Who knows? Um, Ryan Hunter, you'd always say, you would say advantage to someone like Sam Bailey, but Ryan Hunter and Morecambe, as much as I hate those fans, they give him a different level of energy. Yes. Um, so you can't write him off ever. It's not riots of two bit beats Ryan Hunter in the final. It's Sorry? There's got to be riots of two bit beats Ryan Hunter in the final. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would, it would be, it would be, it would be, it would be crazy. It'd be good to see though. I like seeing those guys miserable, all those fans. <laughs> I, I feed off their tears. So. You know, it would be uh, an ideal situation. Would be two bit beating Ryan Hunter in the finals. Yes, I can see that. I can see them like like John Cena or RBD. See the wins we ride. Go see them in size. And then for the women's championship, you have Lexus Falcon versus Gia Adams versus Tonga versus Lizzie Evo. Fatal four way elimination match. Again, again, again. Those, those, those wrestlers are the top women wrestlers in the country they've wrestled each other so many times that they know each other so well yeah um so it is literally just gonna be a game of chess it's whoever's whoever wants it most and can bring it on the day will be the one who wins um i'm sure they've all beat each other before so it's it will be it will be whoever wants it most on the day whoever can dig deep and find it within get the win Will be so it'll be a basically more of a test of of heart really um that one 
um, because yeah, I can't wait for this one. Because to be honest, I think with all of those, with those four, they all know what each other can do. You know, they, you know, they they may impress impress us and they may shock us, but they're not going to shock each other. No, they're going to be well scouted for the for their opponents, and it'll be difficult. And I'm not even going to pick a winner because I don't know. I don't no, know I who it could be. At TNT, these are like two of the biggest rivalries at the moment. So, Gia Adams and Tonga are the feud, and Alexis Falcon and Naviva have been in this never ending, but still brilliant feud over the title for seems like years. <laughs> and yeah, Lizzie's, yeah. Liz, Lizzie's, it's Lizzie Freebelts at the moment, so she's catch champion TNT, extreme champion. Yeah. Um, Preston, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. She looks like she's going for all the gold. So, you know, once you're on that run of momentum and that confidence is high, you're hard mm. to beat. Yeah. So, so sorry, you yeah. never know. Maybe it's Lizzie. At the 10th anniversary, the PCW 10th anniversary show, she put all her titles on the line against Nightshade and that was a fun match. If she had that confidence, yeah. she would win. Exactly. Exactly. And it's just, you know, once you've got that level of confidence, it's like, it's like a footy player when, when, when they're scoring for fun and you can just see they just know they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. As soon as they get into that, the, the dangerous areas, they just know they can put it in the back of the net. It's the same, same with the similar situation that Liz is in now. She's in a title match again. And she's mm-hmm. won title match after title match after title match. Mm-hmm. So really, she, you, you'd, you'd think she'd have the advantage, but at the same time, Alexis Falcon, she really got a start as a, as a basically, um, a main event caliber women's wrestler yes. in Morecambe. She, she, I think Morecambe was the first place, you know, the defunct Alpha Omega, the first place that she actually won a championship. So it's almost like, again, it's almost like a home game for her because the fans love her. If you say, you know, She's almost get gets the reactions as you know, almost like a Ryan Hunt level, where it's mm. like you've got you've got a fan base that are there and they there for you and are behind you and really really want you to to win. And again, you get that second kick from that. I'm sure. Well, I say I'm sure. I don't know because they've always hated me. Um, <laughs> but you know, I'm sure. I'm sure it's gonna be feel like a home game for her. She's yeah. wrestled there. A lot more than these the others, so she's she's seen it and done it in Morecambe. So, but then you know you can't rule out. So I'm still, even though I'm going around it, I still can't pick a winner. I can't pick a winner. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. So tickets will be available on the Odyssey Pro Wrestling website. I'll put links in the description below the interview. This is Sheriff Steele, and you've been listening to Broken but Glorious podcast. Alright, so if you're a promoter for a day, promoting events, using wrestlers you've either worked with, trained with, wrestlers are associated to you in some way, if I give you a match title, you tell me who you're putting that match? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And as it's your card, if you want to put, make every match into gender, every match could be triple threat, fatal four way, what will put person, throw a stupid stipulation on if you want. <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> okay, so who'll be in your opening contest to get the crowd excited? To get the crowd excited, um, I would say, Hmm. Get the crowd I would say an opening match, um, Rick Marcus, mm. um, and against, and I know, I know they did this in Morecambe already, but it was, it was brilliant, um, against Lance Rivera. Yes, that was a fun match. That was a, 
That was a great, a great opener, a great introduction to Odyssey. I it, it was one of those matches where that's that's how an opener should be. You know, um, you've got one a star that they all know, um, who they all they're all behind, and you know they just had a proper match. You know, um, really. So yeah, yeah, just really good back and forth action, um, and yeah, a decisive victory. Which yeah, so I'd go with that. Mm-hmm. That's one of the few matches Lance has lost since his comeback. You saw that. So we had we had a running joke on the podcast that nobody's ever saw him win a match, but since he's come back from lockdown, he's won pots. Like, oh. <laughs> uh, a, a comedy style match. Comedy match. Um, comedy match. Um, someone who um. Doesn't does does doesn't always do it, but I've seen yeah. him do it before. Do it really well. Matt Fox, yes, he's fun. Because um, I know he can wrestle rings about people if he wants to. He's a great technical wrestler. But in Morecambe, I thought he came to his own. Came into his own. Yes, doing doing quite comedic stuff. Um, and yeah, it was brilliant. So yeah, Matt Fox, and I'd have him. Against, uh, and he worked as a tag, is uh, in a tag team with him, but mm-hmm. I would have him against Mark Meltzer. Ooh. Mark Meltzer doing what it being a 80s legend. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So it would, it would work very well. And, um, yeah, I know they were more of a team when they did it, but to see them really face off against each other would be, would be, I'm sure, great fun for the fans. That'd be fun. <laughs> Um, your women's title match. My women's title match. Um, copy and paste what you said before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I could, I could do that, but we've already, you know, mm. the women's title, the women's title match. I would pick probably the one that's already been announced, but um, I don't know. Maybe I'd do mix it up and maybe go for. Alexis Falcon against maybe someone that she's outsized by and maybe out and has a bit more power and someone like maybe like a Heidi Katrina. Ooh, yeah, that'd be fun. So that'd be interesting to see. I'm, I'm not. I'm. It, it's probably happened somewhere in the country, but uh, like I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that before. So that would probably be something that's quite good. Did you see Heidi Katrina battering Lou Nixon at Rise in the street? The I've, seen, I've seen, I've yes. seen, I've seen clips of it. Yes. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen clips of it. I didn't see the whole, the whole. Yeah, I've only seen out. clips of it. I was like, oh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the fact is that she can go there with the guys and do, mm. do that, and you know, uh, it will be, you know, Alex. I'm sure she, Alexis Falcon, she can do the same. So, um, yeah, I'm sure that'll be that'll be an interesting, uh, an interesting matchup there. Then your. Um, Car title match or workhorse title? Workhorse. So I would say someone like Two Bit. Mm, yes. Who, to be honest, is is again, as I said, on a roll there. Um, he's he's on a roll at the moment in the country. He's smashing it, and everywhere he goes, he's making an impact. And having Jennifer by his side, he's looking unbeatable right now. So him against. Mm, um, so, so, cause him against anyone would be good, but maybe him against, just to throw it out there, him against someone like Keenan. 
Ooh, and I know, yeah. I know, Keenan's. We're all under underclass brothers in Barrow, and we don't we don't infight. We're not about that. But I would love to see who would win. Yeah, because you know they're a similar size. They've got similar styled. Keenan's maybe a little bit more technical, where Two Bits got the got the viciousness with his strikes and mm. um, a bit more ferocious. So I would love to see that. See how that see how that goes. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. I can just imagine the whole match is uh, two bits of targets and Keenan's bad knee the whole match, and then somehow in the end, Keenan <laughs> overcomes his bad knee and gets a roll up or something. Yeah, it could be that, or it could be, as two bits says, he wraps his arm around your head and puts you in the rat trap and puts yeah. you to sleep. So, um, you know, that's the thing. You're only, that it just takes a second for him to do that. So. How about, uh, hardcore extreme rules? Stipulation type of Hardcore extreme? Um, you know what? I love a scrap. I love, I love getting down and dirty. So I put yeah. myself in there. Yeah. Um, against Alton Thorn. Ooh. So yeah, like a guy who we were in Hellbound together. Um, and I know now he's, he's doing a lot more of that style. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, me versus him would be a war, would be an absolute war. If, let's say, you're in this hardcore match against Alton Thorn and he went under the ring and pulled out a bag, would you prefer it to be pins or would you prefer it to be Lego? I don't know. Um, <laughs> neither, neither, to be honest. As soon as, he came, as soon as he came out there with a bag, hopefully yeah. I've got a bottle in my hand and I'll yeah. just smash it over his head and knock him out so I can get the win. Um, but, to be fair, it's whatever he thinks he's going to land on, because yeah. if he can pull it out, I'm yeah. going to throw him before he gets me. So, yeah, so, Alton Thorne, if we end up going at it and you think of bringing a bag, think about what you're going to be landing on, not what I am. Because yeah. definitely it'll be you. You It'll be you taking that, mate. <laughs> Attack team titles? Tag team titles. Um, Synergy? Yes. As, you know, as a tag team, um, yeah, yeah, brilliant, um, brilliant, and, brilliant know, faces, brilliant heels, brilliant right. wherever they are. Yeah. Um, and then it's a, a mixed one because you could go with like the likes of Reese Rogan who could match up with them well. Oh, but then also you've got, I, I do like the dynamic when it's like a smaller team trying to outfox them. So you've got the likes of Lycos Jim who Ooh, yeah. also may be interesting. So. I wouldn't be able to decide between those which one I want, but because you know it's always good. I, I always like the dynamic when it's a, a big, a big, a big team or a big guy versus a small guy, and seeing mm-hmm. how the small guy can you know methodically overcome the lack of size and the and you know the fact that they've, they're not going to be able to really lift them up. They're not going to really be able to overpower them and outfight them so they have to outsmart them and outwrestle them in different ways yeah they're much against their freak show on the debut obviously show was so fun yeah yeah exactly and the freak show didn't quite manage it but it's the the same thing where it's like you know you've got as soon as you're lacking that size um you've got to do think about it differently and you know i've wrestled a lot of smaller guys and it's you know it can be slippery so you can't you got it's about Getting them and grounding them, and a lot of them will, a lot of them will wriggle out, and you know. So they did, it's they did, they did an amazing job of 
isolating Troy Ryan for much of the match, and then they got the, he got the hot tag, and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> once he nice got battle. once he got that tag, it was almost pretty much that was it all yeah. over. So so it would be interesting to see maybe the, the likes of Lycostrian. Maybe I would probably prefer that. But then also the spectacle of them against recent Rogan and just you know big lads brawling, which uh, is always big beefy fun. boys battling each other. Yeah, big beefy boys don't know anything. <laughs> that's well, that's always fun to watch. I mean, you're always going to sell tickets doing that. Yeah, and then to your main event. And to my main event, as much as I hate to say it, <laughs> um, Ryan Hunter. Um, mm. As I've not really seen anyone, you know, just because of the fact of the reaction he gets, especially from where I like, you know, I've not seen many people get as visceral reaction as him. Mm. Really. Um, against maybe yeah Craig Collins. Oh yes. To be honest, there's not a bigger that again. There's no such thing as a big as a bigger fight feeling than what Craig Collins can bring. Because as soon as as soon as his music hits and as soon as he comes out the curtain, it's go time straight away. He's just he brings the intensity up by a hundred. Yeah. Straight away you see it and you and then you can tell the fans feel it. So. <laughs> Um, I would have those two go at it. I've seen, I, and, and it's not a, like a fantasy match. I've seen it before, mm-hmm. and uh, it was brilliant then. Now I think it would be even better. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, that'd be a great card. I'd love to watch it. Yeah, yeah, would be good, wouldn't it? It'd be be cool. Um, so where else can people see you in the near future before we go? Um, well, um, if Odyssey Pro Wrestling are running a show, I probably won't be on the show, but I'll make myself. I'll make myself known. Um, I've, I'm wrestling uh, the Kingdom of Wrestling's first show. Yes, um, so that's, yes, that's right. That's me and Steel, yes. um, a man who looks an awful lot like Mark Meltzer. But I <laughs> promise you, it's not Mark Meltzer. And we're going against Born Ready, um, and we're gonna just have to. And unfortunately for RPD, it's the first time really he's going to be face to face across the ring from me. And, you know, all this chat about knocking me out on Twitter, he's just going to have to back it up, man. Yeah. Um, so, and then I'd say stay 